You're listening to the iFanboy Podcast in San Diego for the Comic-Con, Thursday, July 20th. It's uh, the ifanboy.com San Diego Comic-Con coverage. It was preview yesterday. Um, we just got back from the end of day one out of the big-ass convention hall. and uh, Boy, are our feet tired. And that's not a lame joke today. That's actually, <laughs> no, actually true. Our feet are tired. You're like, boy, these podcasts are great. They just talk about how tired they were and how crowded it was. That's so We warned fun. them in advance. That's how it was going to go, though. All right, so how, how was the day? The day was was it was interesting because it was really crowded the preview night and I felt like it was less crowded today. Yeah, it was easier to get it was easier to get around. I don't know how much Because today the panel started, so we had a large group of people upstairs in the panel rooms. And we attended our first couple of panels. Ron and I were at the DC Nation panel. What yes, you first in the morning. I thought it was actually a really good panel. It was um Dan Didio. um Steve Wacker. Uh, was on the was on the on the podium, and Steve, editor Steve Wacker, and Greg Rucka, and Mark Wade, and some other editor. Jan Jones, the coordinating editor. Yes. Didn't so. say a word the entire time. And they basically, she said a couple words, but not a lot. But basically, they just took Q&A from the, um, from the audience, which was uh, pretty cool. Then they also they did a cool thing where, you know, an audience member asked a question, and they asked a question back to the audience, which was pretty cool. So, very interactive. And of course, that was the one I decided I didn't want to wait in line for, and I waited time missed it. Yeah, exactly. We waited in line for literally um, two minutes after you left. I just figured you'd get inside, it'd be all crowded. No, we, we actually sat the second row. All right, I get it. Yeah. So um, so then after that, uh, Josh and I uh, attended... Uh, uh, we should mention that on that panel, Greg Rucka and Mark Wade were very funny and engaging and yeah, no, they very were, entertaining. Yeah, they were, they were, that was, that was, had a lot of energy, and it was a lot of fun to be there for. And we'll put the details up on the information once you Ah, yes. Um, the next panel. The next panel was comics editing. That uh, had a bunch of editors that were talking about the job of editing. Wait, I can tell you who was there. Okay, wait. It was Bob Shrek. Stop looking at me. I hate it when he looks at me. God. It was Bob Shrek from uh, DC. He does Vertigo. He does the Batman books. A master wreck on turf, I might say. Uh, Diana Schultz. 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 From Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah. She's been she's been to Dark Horse for a long time. Um, Jim Salakrup, who does... I don't know what he does now. He used to do more Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he used to be big big time at Marvel. He was there for like 20 years, and then some other guy. Danny Fingeroff was the He moderator. was the moderator, but yeah, the other some guy. Other guy who was actually very nice. But yeah, he was. was. Yeah. And it was so good that Ron... Uh, I lasted 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yep. I knew him, though. I knew Snooze-a-rama. Bob Shrek's very interesting. Uh, I, heard, I heard a couple of Bob Shrek stories. I'm good with this because I realized I know what an editor does and I don't need to know it. I don't need to figure yeah. that. I was curious if somebody were going to talk about how you become an editor, but I didn't have You know, answer. every time that that question was asked because yeah. it's the most obvious question in the world, how do you become an editor? And, and they all skipped the most interesting part. They're like, well... 
I knew so and so, and then you know I just started working there. I'm like, yeah, like Shrek was like, I knew the people at Comic Co, and then I was editing there. It's like, well, how did that? What, yeah. The, yeah how did you no, you know what he said? He goes, he said, well, I used to go to conventions and stuff, so I ended up working at Marvel. I'm like, well, no, see, there's a whole disconnect in there. <laughs> That's what, what we need to know. Yada yada yada. It. <laughs> so, um, so I split from there, and then I uh, cut through um, the con rooms and snapped a couple pictures of Rosario Dawson. I did not get to talk to her, but I, I did see her. Up close. You didn't get to share your dream with her. No, I did not. So it's not gonna and then we actually got some lunch, which is a rare thing. Probably the only day of the convention uh, that we'll be able to do that. I don't know. It's pretty close. I may go back for a sandwich tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, and then at three o'clock was the Marvel Civil War panel, which I was looking forward to because I thought it would have a lot of energy as well. And that was. Um, let me read you from my notes from Notepad here. Um, What's the header say? Notes from the Notepad. Boring. Um, all caps underlined about 19 times. Um, and there's one where it says, I need a drink. In, in block letters. In block letters. And, and this then, is why we're not Newsarama. And then one that says, I think I'm going to stop reading comics. <laughs> well, it was an hour and a half, which is long. Like, the DC Nation one was just an hour. And and they spent the first half hour like presenting like all the books at Civil War and had a neat slideshow and stuff like that. But it was like them talking to us, and I felt like that was in a meeting. It was just like oh, and right. some of the people that were just not engaging yeah. and weren't good well, speakers. The, the guy who talked the most, I don't even know who he was. He was like some uh, I don't know, assistant of some kind, like an editor. Yeah, he was assistant editor. Jerry oh. Han, he's a PR guy. Oh, is that the, is that is that the yeah. guy who he's he was from? Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah. All right, there you go. Well, he. Uh, he, uh, every time they would show a slide of a book from a guy who wasn't there, he would explain it, and that was three quarters of the stuff that they put up there. But then after the first half hour, they started taking questions from the audience, and then it got a little more lively, and it got a little more interesting. Really? Still I thought, went, went, went for, well, it, I thought just, it went downhill at that point. No, well, it, went, it went uphill a little, then it went downhill, then it went back up, and then it went all the way down. There was a highlight. There were two was, highlights. Well, we, got, we have breaking news. Right. All right, breaking news, um, which we really broke yesterday, we've been hearing this podcast, but... Why am I here tonight? Um, the Mighty Avengers is the new book coming out from Brian Bendis and Frank Cho, which um, I believe had mixed feelings when Cho did the new Avengers. Yeah, well, I'm excited for it. I, we don't know what the lineup is, but no, I think it's going to have to do with the, with the whole aftermath of Civil War. Yeah, probably. Um, I feel like there's going to be two teams. They had Frank Cho come up there. He brought a sandwich with him. He was eating the sandwich on stage. I, I think he said two words. I'm not sure why I was there. I was like, this is yeah. Frank Cho. And that was it. But I think there's going to be two, a new Avengers book and a Mighty Avengers. Like, I think that's my theory anyway. Um, the other news, the other news was we have no confirmation of that. That's just pure speculation. We tried to talk to Joe Casada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's from my from having I went to the Civil War panel in New York and they said stuff about there were possibly being two teams after the Civil War. Right. So that's my my theory. And then the other the other announcement was that Jeff Loeb and a, an Italian artist named Simone Bianchi. Simone. Simone Bianchi. 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 White. Yeah, and uh, they're doing Wolverine. This war alone. Wolverine number fifty will be taken over by Jeff Loeb and Simone Bianchi. I like the art. I like the art yeah. they showed. The, they yeah. And they're going to explore Wolverine and Sabretooth's relationship because that hasn't been done before. <laughs> oh, Ron. This is a Wolverine fan. <laughs> exactly. Um, what was kind of interesting was there was this guy sitting across from me in the aisle, and he's got a video camera, and he's videotaping the whole thing, and he's sort of three rows back on the side, he doesn't need anything. At one point, his phone rings, he starts answering, he starts talking on the phone, I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, didn't I sit next to you in the movies the other day? He keeps talking. After like a minute on the phone, he walks up to Joe Casada and hands him the phone, I was like, oh, it's something. And it turns out that they had like Mark Millar on the phone, and so they, they decided to take questions from Mark Millar, and he was on the phone, presumably. Yeah. Because they never put the phone up to the mic, so we didn't hear his voice. But some of the stuff that was coming out of his mouth was yeah, very Millar or Millerisms. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of naughty bits. Yeah. So there were two, I think, two good questions out of about twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, one was a was a girl that really lit into Quesada and Paul Jenkins about the constitutionality of the Registration Act, and I thought that was very entertaining. It wasn't a good question. It was a ridiculous question. Well, it was entertaining in how she asked it. Yeah, she was very passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. She, she she immediately gave the disclaimer that she's not a lawyer nor a law student, but she did research it. So. It seemed like for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of not as long as Paul Jenkins researched the three-page Japanese internment <laughs> camp, because yeah. apparently that was fifteen to twenty hours of research for those three pages. I don't see. I, I really I thought he was actually really earnest and interesting when he talked, um, yeah. as opposed to Lovard. Yeah, he's good. No, no, he's he was good. the best one out there. And then the other highlight was this. Oh, I have written down here, old <laughs> crank, who um, started waxing nostalgic about Stan, Stanley and Jim, Jack Kirby era of Marvel the he, you know. But I thought because basically he was saying that he thought that things were a little too realistic now, and how and right, well, how he didn't like that he didn't like the fact that those that the Marvel books were anti-American. He wants yeah. it. He, he said, "I want my heroes to be heroes and to be role models and to be role models." So, so he wants one-dimensional characters, yeah. and he wants no realism. That's not past judgment. I'm well, that's, I, past, I, I, that's, I, I, that's one-dimensional. Yeah. Um, he, he wants. He wants. He doesn't so want so much realism in comic books. And I said, "We'll do DC." And he wants. <laughs> well, I thought Casada's answer was a great answer, answer. Really, great answer. yeah, about how basically how you know even you know Captain America in the forties and fighting in World War Two and, and Iron Punch Man. Hitler in the third world. Yeah, Iron Man came out of you know Vietnam and they they you know Marvel comics in the sixties with Lee and Kirby were realistic in terms of they they, they existed yeah. in the real world. Yeah, exactly. And so. uh, Cold War, nuclear fears, all this stuff. And then you know he answered the guy. Actually, the guy said he thought that the comics were being un-American because the government is said to be the bad guy in the Civil War. Which is kind of like. Yeah, then he went off to Crazy Town about how there was a. Crash to Crazy Town! Conspiracy of Marvel to bring the Ultimate Universe as the main universe, which has been talked about for years. Yeah. And, oh, Gasada said, no, there's no founding of that at all. We're not going to get rid of it. He was delightfully crazy. He didn't call it a 616, though, because. Yeah. I think only crazy um, people want to do this. But <laughs> only people online. Um, backing up to the DC panel, there was we did have somebody sitting next to me actually, who was uh, <laughs> apparently by himself and was very vocal about his thoughts to every question. He wasn't really with anyone, and so he was just muttering to himself a lot and just like. I think Ron started inching away from him. It was kind of scary. He, he was, was like, I mean, he was getting angry. It was like they're talking about Green Lantern and when who who was the preferred Green Lantern, and he was like Hal Jordan, Hal, Hal, Hal. Oh. He was saying Hal. Harumph, 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 and he doesn't like the Spectre's goatee. He was very. Forceful about the Spectre not having, should not have a goatee. Really? Like, that was very, very... Nor effective. should the Spectre have had a mask when it was held through it. Almost no one should have a goatee, though. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless, you, unless you work in comics or do a podcast, I guess. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I've been trying not to say it. They all have them. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyway. so, so, so three panels to start today. There was a ton more, but we didn't go to any of them, so... The scary thing is that the, the DC Nation panel, which is sort of your standard issue panel, which we wouldn't expect to be that popular, we had to wait in line for. Yeah. And it was... Standing room only. I think it might have to do with the panel before it was packed already, but but oh, the, no, this schedule stamp one. Yeah, but but there was. I mean, George Perez was there. I mean, there Jim was a whole. There was a pocket size Jim Lee was there. Right. Spread that. It was. He was. Doesn't he right to the left of the uh, George no, Perez? Pocket size Jim Lee isn't here. Maybe he was in his pocket, pocket of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> he was in George Perez's pocket. He could. It's a big pocket. <laughs> anyway, so um, so when we weren't in the panels, we were walking the con floor, right? Right. We interviewed some people. We did. We um. We have one big one that that will. Yeah, we 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 made contact with Paul Diddy. It happened. As as typical iFanboy stumbled into stumbled it. Stumbled right into it. 
And um, I'd say five to nine times, Ron has said to me, I can't believe we got Paul Petty. So, and he was very cool, and his wife was very cool, and we thought we hung out with them for a good, you know, a couple few minutes or so. So, um, so be looking forward in the next couple of weeks to the, to the results of that interview. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, so what else happened on the floor? Well, we had two minions on the floor today. Yes. Um, Gordon the interns. <laughs> Let's bring Gordon the intern into this. Gordon the intern. We're really thinking of giving him the job. <laughs> so, Tales from the Intern. Gordon. First, I'm not an intern. Second, <laughs> I'm not a minion. A <laughs> yeah, minion is really kind of low. <laughs> uh, my job today was to... My job was to find as many booth babes as I could. <laughs> and I did. I met a lot. Most of them were pretty hot. Got my picture taken. By the way, who gave you this job? Did you, did you assign yourself this? Yeah, I remember this in our meeting. You know, about Gordon and the booth days. Well, I'm pretty sure someone told me. <laughs> it's not something I would do on my own. <laughs> you seem to take to it pretty well. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, but yeah. did you meet it? Did you t- talk to anybody particularly interesting? Yeah, what wasn't was necessarily of the day. What was your, the one encounter that that you? Gordon's actually a non-comics reader. Should be known. No, he reads. I mean, he yeah, reads well, no. selective. Not like you. I mean, no, he's like he's, um, he's not a first to comics, but right. he's not going on the Wednesday. Right, right. Who would you, I, I don't know that I met anyone that was. I don't know who some of the people were. <laughs> it just, it's all a blur now. It's all a blur. Yeah. We'll, we'll show pictures and write that up, and that'll make sense. Thanks. Also on the floor though was Patrick, who is our who is our man of the sketches. Right. Yes, I was there too as well. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, you had an interesting encounter right at the end of the day. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I was standing in line for about 45 minutes. And to get a sketch. To get where? A, to get a sketch of the DC booth. Who was the sketch from? Let's not get technical. The guy drawing. <laughs> no, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick really is not a discerning sketch. He just, he just sees a line. He's a guy sketching and he goes. That's he, right. I believe he was in the DC booth and he asked for a Spider-Man sketch. No, who was it? <laughs> He doesn't yeah. know. <laughs> we met George Perez, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we met George Perez earlier. Did you? See, yeah. he's an on-comics reader. <laughs> it was uh, down with the actors people yeah. to do uh, that do the stuff for actors. Yeah, yeah, I know what actor is. I'm working to the them going, we met some guy named George Perez. <laughs> George Perez, really? We took his picture. You did? Yeah. What did he say? Did you give him a, a sticker or a card or anything? Coming to the party? Well, we didn't take his picture. We took we took a picture, picture that he was in. Well, no, we asked him to Yeah. Yeah, latex pose. So you have a picture of George Perez posing with a chick yeah, in latex. latex. Yeah. yeah. Can you just tell us about this now? <laughs> I didn't know who George Perez was. So I just heard his name. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're waiting in line in the DC booth to get a sketch from a guy whose name you don't know, but all that matters is he's actually sketching pictures and books. Correct. So what happens? Four to five minutes go by, and what happens? Well, I, I noticed this little girl start to diagonally work her way into the line. I'm like, oh, this is cute. She's just trying to see the guy draw pretty pictures. And so I pay no mind to that because I'm more worried about the lady in front of me with her son who, who I'm thinking, all right, it's not so bad. They're shady. They might be well, pickpockets. I'm thinking, all right, he's gonna, the kid's going to get a sketch and we're done. Next thing you know, her other three sons come up and they all want sketches. So now I'm like five people back and I got this little girl standing next to me and I'm Worried what's going on, and so I get up to the... How old is the little girl? She had to be, like, ten or nine. <laughs> Maybe even eight, I think. She looked a lot younger than that, I think. She had evil in her eyes, though. <laughs> As you guys got closer, then what happened? You were next. She started leaning against the table, like, looking over at the pictures being drawn. And then next You're thing I know... Nice guy, yeah. Next thing I know, it's like, who's next? And she's, like, handing him paper, and I'm like, 
what the hell? And you can't really t- knock the little girl out of the way and say, no, I'm next. Yeah, right. I can't be like, hey, so you're skipping me, kid. Get that, that, that needed no, no cutting, no cuts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you were elbowed aside by an eight year old girl. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Do you feel emasculated? Something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, your spirit's been broken. That might be the lack of gold. He, he's been talking about it for an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, because it bothers me that this, this kid, what am I going to do to a little kid? Her mom's sitting you over You probably punched her pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly all the way over to the audience. But, uh, so. I forgot, I did meet some of them. I met one of the members of the Lollipop Guild from the Wizard of Oz. No, really? Yeah, an actual I, Lollipop Guild? Yeah, yeah, and I flashed my press pass so I could take a free picture. Otherwise, it was 20 bucks. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, he's like 86. That means that there were people paying 20 bucks for that? Hey, guy's got to make a living. Yeah. Yeah, oh, people geez. were paying right there while we were taking pictures. Was he nice? Did you ask him to do the song? Did he uh, have a funny voice? I didn't ask for the Holy song. Holy shit. He did that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was so rude. <laughs> no, but that's how they talk. <laughs> All right. Ask Colorado. Yeah, there's George Brett. All right, so... Like, there's a whole thing that happened while we were gone. Apparently, apparently we they attended a different con than we did. We should have gone through the pictures before we started this. <laughs> we should have. So. Alright, the pool beckons. Yes. Because our joints are hurting. So. Tomorrow's been a uh, long day. We Tomorrow. didn't. Uh, tomorrow's a long day of panels. Saturdays, we went through originally. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Hollywood stuff tomorrow. Hollywood? I know we're going to try to make the heroes screen, and you're going to screen the first. Actually, yeah. we found out at the Marvel panel because. This is a lot to the Civil War, but they're screening the 72-minute pilot version of the Hero Show, which is only being screened at the con, and then it's being cut down to an hour for, yeah. for TV. It'll be on the DVD. So, so tomorrow we've got the um, the Heroes presentation, uh, DC, JLA, JSA, um, the spotlight on John Romita. <laughs> I'm all about Battlestar Spot- Galactica tomorrow. Spotlight on Robert Kirkman, I'm Battlestar okay. Galactica, um, how to color in ink comics. You going to that? No. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the what? Bruce Tim retrospective? No. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. Sweet. <laughs> so it should be a good day. It should be. It looks like it looks like we've got a a straight run of uh, panels through the afternoon. So hopefully we'll be able to get out on the floor, get some good pictures, and some interviews. So hasn't been a problem so far. Hasn't been a problem at all. So day one in the books. Thursday done. Flew by. Overall thoughts. Overall, it was fun. I had a good day. It was fun. I mean, that I wanted to kill myself during the Marvel panel, but other than that, it was good. Day. Right. Yeah. Just think there. Just think there's seven more panels just like that. I'm gonna start sitting by the door. Actually, is tomorrow the uh, the Casado one or is that Saturday? The Cup of Joe will be fine. Yeah. That, he's that he's will actually be. really. He's he's really well spoken, and he's uh like he he, he knows what, like you can't you almost can't stump him. The only problem is most of, the problem we have with the panels is most people ask questions that they're never gonna answer. People ask really. People like, want to know like who's gonna die in '52, and like they're not gonna tell you. Oh, joke side this is on Saturday. So, so you know, some more questions were like, why did how did Thor come back? Well, he just came back on the last page. Because you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. Just be patient. Like it's like if you're watching a movie with somebody, at the very beginning, they go, why did that guy do that? Well, the yeah. point of the movie is that the person does something unexpected, and then the movie tells you why. Right. And 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 so many of the guys who get up there to ask questions want to ask that kind of question. Whereas like, like the more things that I'd be interested in hearing would be. You know, how did this come about? What, what, were the, what was the process in doing it? What was interesting about you know nothing? But but all anybody wants to know is, you why is yellow jacket not in the right pants? And, and who cares? Because the writers are clearly not just interested in that. You can hear their eyes rolling from the audience. I mean, they have to roll with it and they're, they're polite and whatever. But I'm ranting. Yeah, you're ranting. So we need to get food and relaxation time in. So to the pool. To the pool. So this is Ron. 
I'm Josh. Connor. And uh, this podcast was actually brought to you by uh, YouBuyNow.com. Uh, Y-O-U-BuyNow.com. Y-O-U-BuyNow.com. And they have action figures and Star Wars and Marvel and the uh, Master Replicas. By the way, the Master Replicas are all over the place down there. Yeah, very cool stuff. You can go by and actually, I think you can test fight with the, with the lightsabers. Uh, yeah, very dangerous cool. area to walk around. So if you can go, go to ifanboy.com and you can read our reports on the con and if you see any pictures of things from Master Replicas, you can go to youbynow.com and purchase them. It's true. It's uh, and uh, I believe, where they're still couponing? Yes, I believe they are. Okay, 10% off if you put ifanboy in the coupon code through the rest of this month, which is yep. not long left. Not long left, so act now. So, um, so yeah, so go to ifanboy.com, see all of our pictures from the convention, as well as our full detailed report um, on the panels and the things that we saw and our new feature overheard at the con. Um, <laughs> things we've overheard. So, um, What's your favorite? Just give us one. Yeah, we were on the website. Oh, I'm going to tease. I <laughs> so, there's a pair of legs. All right, so we'll be back on podcasting for you tomorrow night. So take it easy. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.